welcome back to Hairspray, Bobby Pins, and Salon Talk. I am your host, Tayana J. And mm-hmm. on today's episode, I am so excited because what better way to have this conversation during Sagittarius season than to have our lovely goddess Sagittarius with us. So this is going to be a transformative life with Danio. <laughs> so our guest, um, on Hairspray Bobby Pins and Salon Talk podcast is an Atlanta native boss babe who's growing into her own transformative self, if you must. I am so happy to have her as our guest in our first season where we focus on a transformative life. She is my dearest friend, a boss babe, a newlywed Sagittarius, our future therapist, podcaster and overall goddess so everyone let's welcome danny o (laughs) perfect all right so how was your day today let's just start out like that i just like to get to know like how everybody day was yeah today was it started off really good then i got really sleepy then i was overworked and then (laughs) it was kind of a drag a little bit i think maybe it's the monday thing but um but it was good i had a good weekend so you know i'm back to be off work let's say that (laughs) you're still trying to recover too from the weekend yeah Yeah. today was pretty good but it did feel like it was dragging ass a little bit so (laughs) all right so um tell us a little bit about yourself and that can be as short as long as in between as you want it to be (laughs) all right well i just want to say this just to say it um my name is danielle oliver (laughs) i don't get to say that much so yes uh most people know me as danny i am like tiana said an atlanta native well really East Point, you know, I say Atlanta because, you know, some people don't know. Very specific, yes. Yes, but East Point is where it's at. It's my home. (laughs) Um, I went to Tri-Cities High School, the best high school around. I am uh, currently a graduate student at Walden University um, studying clinical mental health counseling and school counseling. Um, I I guess I'm still a newlywed. It's been a year. I guess that still counts. Yeah, I don't know what it does. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't really have to stop, really. That's true, right? We could be newlyweds forever. Yeah. Um, yes, but I am married and I'm a recent graduate mm-hmm. um, from Point University. And um, I have two lovely dogs. Nice. And that's it, you know, I'm just <laughs> trying to make my way through life. <laughs> Listen, taking it one ghetto day at a time. Right? exactly (laughs) I completely understand yes we have to get a little bit more specific for those that are not from Georgia specifically Uh like in the city of Atlanta and surrounding immediate cities yes Um, people always say they are from Atlanta and they are from a different area However, East Point is not that far from the city of Atlanta. It's about 15, maybe 20 minutes, depending on traffic, Um, especially depending on traffic outside of the Atlanta, like city downtown area. So Mm -hmm. just for Mm -hmm. anybody that's just trying to come for us, we we are literally from the inner city, okay? Regardless. I mean, I was born at Grady. We want to make it, you know, so I still to be be complicated. Right? (laughs) 
Nice. Um, So you kind of told us a little bit about yourself, but with all of those amazing characteristics um, and resume of yourself, how else would you describe Danny O? Um, I think the first thing that comes to mind is always goofy. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really like, let's see, I really <laughs> like, uh, like finding the humor in life because like sometimes stuff could be like so dark and, you know, I just, sometimes I make jokes at inappropriate times, but, you know, to <laughs> like lighten the mood. So I would definitely say I'm definitely goofy, um, which I love, kind loyal mm-hmm. and um I don't know, not to just brag I think I'm just an overall like pretty good person I would say <laughs> I agree uh, I agree yeah. I yeah. try really hard I, I do but um I'm, I want to say a free spirit mm-hmm. uh, I'll say which sounds totally crazy a skeptical free spirit <laughs> okay so like a little bit like a dash of a conspiracy theorist also yes I always think there's like some motive behind something yeah no definitely you you just that's you're able to decipher between what is and what ain't that's all we got to say about it (laughs) and what thing about folks from Georgia Atlanta specifically East Point College Park Mm -hmm. like those areas we don't really say a whole full sentence we like just shorthanded right Right. (laughs) you know what it is it ain't right and then that's that's the end of the conversation. And that's it. You just know. You mm-hmm. just know. Now I could <laughs> I would agree with all of those adjectives and descriptions of what you just gave us about yourself. Um, for mm-hmm. those out there listening, Danny and I actually went to high school together. Um, we met in high school, and I yeah. knew what her life would be like for her already. <laughs> <laughs> just that was just crazy random but no seriously we actually met in high school and yeah it's been a blissful growing experience ever Mm -hmm. since I think that's a good way I can put it um what would you say or would you say you're in a transformative season in your life um definitely uh I know I told Devin or my husband last year that I felt like you know <laughs> for the people who don't know <laughs> right right <laughs> I've told him I feel like I'm in a cocoon right now um and that was last year so right now I feel like I'm starting to kind of like you know bust out a little bit I don't think yeah. I'm all the way out yet because I still feel like I have a lot more work to do on myself mm-hmm. but I feel like I'm like getting my wings is kind of poking out a little bit and um I'm ready to, to to get out, but I know I struggled with a lot of insecurities mm. with myself, a lot of um, not knowing like self worth, and you know just being down on myself, speaking negatively to myself and stuff like that. And I I think last year is when I start to realize like I was doing those things, like this was a habit for me, you know. And so this year. I think I don't know like something lifted off my eyes like I could see like no why are you talking to yourself like that that's not cool you know and I'm just really trying to work on like boosting up my self-confidence and mm-hmm. you know going from there and I think I used to care a lot about what other people thought yeah 
And I would, but I thought about it. I'm like, nobody has ever told me the things that I tell myself. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Nobody has ever like, oh, you ugly, you fat, you whatever, whatever. Nobody's ever said that to me. No. I started to realize like, you are the only one that's telling yourself. So like now I'm trying to, you know, put in the work and mm-hmm. journal and all that stuff to really, you know, be better to be more kind to myself. Yeah. And so I love the analogy that you said that you felt like you were in, I mean, in spite of where you were at that time, that you felt like you were in a cocoon, because as we know, what happens um, once a cocoon is is done, a beautiful butterfly emerges out of that. So I think it's really great, because you're still like decorating your your um wings and stuff to become a butterfly so I really love that and I had to make sure I know noted that um down so I could let the people know like when we make this social media situation like that was such a good quote and it was (laughs) from you and it's I love that I just love it it's amazing um (laughs) and it's important too and as I do these interviews and have these discussions with you all I have to remember or really dive deep into why I started um this Mm -hmm. and yeah I give a surface reason as to like well I get so many different topics in the salon behind a chair with my guests um and it's a great way to showcase that hey everybody's going through these going through these things and Mm -hmm. why not showcase what I like to say um, somewhat of an expert in certain situations uh, without mm-hmm. exposing I would hate to use the word but exposing anyone's business because at the end of the day right. we all truly go through all of those things especially right. the insecurities um, as you transition and grow in life really definitely I think when you yeah. get close to that 28 29 year old or just 29 close mm-hmm. to 30 you start to right. understand what the old folks be like when they don't really care about nothing that they say. <laughs> you be like, okay, yep. I'm just yep. one step closer to right. being an old person. <laughs> like, it is what it is. Right. <laughs> and that's yeah. what I've learned personally, um, especially mm-hmm. since my birthday was last month. I think I was like preparing mm-hmm. this entire year up until that mm-hmm. point of, well, not really caring, but caring to a certain extent. Um, of what anybody mm-hmm. says or feels or what have you because at the end of the day everybody goes through that same stage different yeah. points in their lives but everybody goes through everything the same kind of like quote-unquote yeah. if that makes sense right it's like growing pains yes yeah, and like, then you'll hit it yeah and it kind of support mm-hmm. that phrase I don't know if you ever heard it when you were younger um an older person, an elder, the old folks, however you want to say it, were like, um, keep on growing or, or yeah, mm-hmm. keep on growing. I think that's what they say. Keep on growing or, you know, yeah. wait till you get older. And basically that's right. what- Keep on living. Yeah. Keep on with mm-hmm. it, keep on. <laughs> right. That's exactly what it is though. That's yeah. pretty much exactly what it is. And mm-hmm. I used to ask like, what are you talking about? And there's nobody- right me but I had to keep on with the right. on to understand right and, and now when you can tell a kid, right <laughs> and I'll be yeah. telling like my little all these like younger people I'll be saying the same thing so I'm definitely in literal auntie mode literally figuratively yes. 
and I'm fine with that. Okay, I'm okay yeah. with that. <laughs> right, right. That's so good. That was so good. Um, if you if or what am I trying to say? What would you say has been a memorable memorable moment during your transformative season? Would you say that the cocoon aspect is that, or is there something more to it, or something else? I know that was um, a cool question. Yeah, no, I definitely think like the cocoon situation is a part of it. But I will say um, recently, super recently, this past Saturday, mm -hmm. then was out like all day. And so I was like, I'm going to have me a self-care day. Mm -hmm. And all day I did what I wanted to do. I was dancing. I was singing. Mm -hmm. I just felt like really like free. I was, you know, did some mirror work. You know, they say mm -hmm. when you look in the mirror and just like look at yourself yeah. and stuff like that. I did some of that. I had some tears and I just felt like, that's why I said earlier, I feel like my wing is trying to bust out a little bit. I just felt really connected to myself mm. in a way that I've never felt before yeah um so that was like I know it's recent but it's it stuck out to me in my mind I was like wow this feels different like I'm enjoying time with myself I'm not thinking about when Devin gonna come home or let me call somebody because I'm at home by myself I was just really like I almost didn't want him to come home like <laughs> I was really enjoying myself and I was like dang I love you girl like I don't know it just felt it felt nice so I think that was a big a big moment like a breakthrough or something yeah that was really yeah. good oh I'm, in, I'm so happy for you <laughs> um <laughs> has your well transitioning I, I love these I love the discussion because it gives us a lot of segues and I always say this in each discussion but it really does give us a, no, a lovely segue when you get the answer, you just having a discussion. And it leads me to has your transition from um, a courted girlfriend to a wife impacted your personal transition in any way? If so, how? And or if not, how? Or if it's both, how? Tell us how. <laughs> yes, so... At first, if you would ask me this like last year or like earlier this year, I would be like, nah, you know, it's just the same. Yeah. But the more I got into it, <laughs> into the marriage, I I think one thing I struggled with was so I've always been to myself at least independent. And mm -hmm. now I, I took pride in independence. My mom told me, you know, be independent. And so I always have me. I do everything for myself. I find a way to do it, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, it was a struggle between independency mm. and submissiveness, which I hated that word. Yeah. Like submissive, I'm like, oh, hell no, I'll never be no submissive yeah. wife. You know, because it has a negative connotation like connected to it. Yep. And it doesn't have to be because yeah. it's whatever you want it to be. It don't. Yeah. Yes. And so I'm like, how do I still remain independent? while being a wife you know while, while being I mean essentially somebody's taking care like he yeah. take care of me too but you know I take care of him as well like for like an easy example you know um hey can you can you wash the clothes or hey can you whatever anything he anytime he tell me to do something the first thing that comes to my mind mm -hmm. is like no nah, you do it yourself like yeah. but then I'm like 
when if I asked him to do something like he would just do it I don't know it's it's still like a, a constant struggle of yeah I don't know like okay here's another example like car <laughs> stuff <laughs> no that's a good one yeah so like I needed some windshield wiper fluid mm. in my car and so I know how to do it it's easy you just you know pop it in there and put it in but my mom was like should I let him do it should I tell him do it does that make him feel like more like a man you know should I give him that responsibility or should I just do it myself but like I don't want to take nothing from him either because he's learning how to be a husband as well right, right so what if he wanted that opportunity I don't know it's stuff like that where I'm just like uh, no things very small but it's, it is something struggle. big because like what you just said you don't want to take anything from him so it's still a fundamental building block to your relationship um and to you in a sense back it back a little bit and being submissive in a way of allowing him to grow within him being a husband you know aside from just being supported as a boyfriend girlfriend situation so I mean regardless if you look at it you want to break it down like that you are still taking the initiative to be submissive and vice versa and I don't think we hear it enough right. about men being submissive because it works both ways and it, I, I, think, I, I mean you know it, it's the same thing it's, like you said it's a give and take type of thing mm-hmm. balancing um seeing what works for you and what works for you may not work for mm-hmm. somebody else or it may be the same yeah. thing you know label it different if you must so right. I think it all works out. I think it's yeah. all. Yeah. So that's exciting though. And a learning experience for sure. Okay. Can I take a 